Today's episode is in celebration of International Women's Day 2023. But first of all, a shout out to all the amazing women across the globe. You know, as women, we're very priceless. We wear so many caps, we are strong, and at the same time, we're also soft. We're passionate, we're driven, and we never give up. We have a nurturing spirit. We can do so many things at the same time. So we actually are very powerful. So a shout out to all the amazing women. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't. And don't let anyone ever dull your shine because you are incredible. The theme of this year's celebration is embracing equity. And when I saw the theme, I was curious to know whether there's a place for equity in relationships. I wanted to know, does it have any place in marriage? Is there a way that we can embrace equity in our marriages? So I went searching, I went digging, I did a little research, and I found some interesting stuff, which is what I want to share on this episode. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Happy Home Podcast. My name is Taya Luku, your host on this show. Do you know that getting married to the absolute love of your life does not guarantee you a life of unending happiness? Truth is, you can very quickly go from deliriously happy to miserable and frustrated. But you don't have to. And that's where this podcast comes in. On this show, I'll discuss real issues couples face on the journey to finding happiness in marriage. And I will also be sharing great tips that can help you intentionally create the marriage of your dreams and build a truly lasting happy home. Follow me on this journey. Please stay tuned. Hello and welcome to the Happy Home Podcast where, as I always like to say, the HAPPY is an acronym that stands for Happy, Authentic, Purposeful, and Powerful You. On this show, I like to talk about marriage, life, and love. I love exploring how we can be happier in marriage, in life, generally. And I'm always looking out for things that we can do to have better quality relationships, Because as you probably have heard me say before, the quality of our relationships has a direct correlation to the quality of the lives that we live as humans. And I don't know about you, but you sometimes hear all those horror stories about marriage. And it's almost as if, you know, happiness and marriage cannot coexist. I've been married for 23 years and I will tell you that even though it hasn't been a bed of roses, it hasn't been easy, but I can say confidently that marriage has been good to me. And it's not because it just happened that way. There are a lot of things that, you know, my husband and I do, intentionally do, let me say, and sacrifices that we intentionally make that has just helped us to have a better relationship with each other. On this show, you find me bringing guests from time to time who also share their own story, their own journey, things they've done, how they've overcome certain challenges, you know, the commitments and the intentionality that they channel into their marriage 
so that they can ultimately be happier together as a couple and also be happier as individuals. Yeah, so that's basically just like a little intro into what this podcast is about. But moving on to this episode. Today's episode is in celebration of International Women's Day 2023. The 8th of March, which is a day that is recognized globally as International Women's Day. And when I saw the theme, I said it would be nice to do something on the theme of this year's celebration, which is embracing equity. But first of all, a shout out to all the amazing women across the globe. You know, as women, we're very priceless. We wear so many caps, we are strong, and at the same time, we're also soft. We're passionate, we're driven, and we never give up. We have a nurturing spirit. We can do so many things at the same time. So we actually are very powerful. So a shout out to all the amazing women. Don't let anyone ever tell you that you can't. And don't let anyone ever dull your shine because you are incredible. So back to this episode. The theme, as I said, is about embracing equity. And I believe that the central message is around awareness of the fact that we must go beyond equality because equality is not necessarily always enough, particularly when the playing field is not level. So we must go beyond equality. That's really what this year's International Women's Day is saying, in my own understanding. And so I was curious to know whether there's a place for equity in relationships. You know, I wanted to know, does it have any place in marriage? Is there a way that we can embrace equity in our marriages? So I went searching, I went digging, I did a little research, and I found some interesting stuff, which is what I want to share on this episode. And I'll be talking about seven things that you should know about embracing equity in your marriage, in your relationship. Seven things that you should be aware of. You know, for me, I feel that these things, knowing them, if you practice it, that is, can help you to have a better relationship. It can also help you to be, to give more grace to your spouse. I think that's the way to put it. It can help you to give more grace to your spouse. It can help you to also give more grace to yourself. Because sometimes it's not about giving grace to your spouse. It's actually about giving grace to yourself. So I'm going to look at these seven things. So let's start. The number one thing that I want to share is how they are defined, equity and equality, and what the definition implies. How equity is defined, how equality is defined, and what these definitions imply. Now, equality is defined as a state of being equal. In other words, equal opportunities, equal rights, equal responsibilities, and all that seemingly good stuff. That is equality. Now, equity, on the other hand, is defined as the state of being fair and just. Fair and just. Now, when you look at equality, it's about giving everyone the same measure. So if you give me 50, you give the other person 50, you give the other person 50, we are all equal. 
So in marriage, I have 50, my husband has 50, we are equal. Equity, on the other hand, is saying it's a state of being fair and just. And so equity says one person might actually need more than the other and that it is fair and just to acknowledge that. And it's fair and just to give the person that needs more, more. And that in doing that, you are not depriving the person that needs less because the, that person doesn't actually need as much as the person that needs more does. So that's really like the difference between the two definitions. And the definition and description that I love the most is the one that says the term equity refers to fairness and justice and is distinguished from equality. Whereas equality means providing the same to all, equity means recognizing that we do not all start from the same place and must acknowledge and make adjustments for imbalances. And that's so beautiful, particularly when you bring it into the marriage arena, recognizing the fact that we are not all coming from the same place. We do not all have the same experiences, the same exposure. So equity is saying that, acknowledge that we are not coming from the same place and cut me some slack, if I can put it that way. Don't expect that I will function auto, in a turbo way that you will function because we are not coming from the same place. So that's the first thing, understanding how equity is defined vis-a-vis -vis how equality is defined. The second thing that I want to share that I believe you should know about embracing equity in your relationship is that equality is not as important as equity. And I say this with every sense of responsibility because in marriage, we are equal. The man and the woman, none is better than the other. God created us in his image and in his likeness. We are equal before God. None is superior, none is inferior. But what I'm simply saying is that when it comes to marriage, we are not dragging power. We are not dragging equality. So that we can settle that and put the, the issue of equality to one side and know that equity is actually more important. And this is from the context that couples don't necessarily have to have the same resources or the same responsibilities. So maybe you don't have the same responsibilities, but you're looking at, oh, I'm looking at the responsibilities I have against the responsibilities you have. And then we're doing like a weighted measuring and saying, ah, you're only 70%, my own is 30%. We don't necessarily have to do that. That's what equity is saying. Equality says what you have, I must have. What you do, I must do. Equality says since you are both putting in the same amount of effort, we must reap equal reward. Equality is saying we cannot reap equal reward because we are not putting in the same amount of effort. That is equality. And you find out that when it comes to relationships, that mindset is not beneficial. That mindset of equality is not beneficial because marriage or relationship generally is not a competitive sport. So we are not measuring who is doing more. But equity is about, you know, fairness and justice. Equity is about 
what capacity do I have and what capacity do you have? So that's the second thing. The third thing that I want to talk about is the fact that equity recognizes that we both have a unique set of giftings and strength. And equity allows each person to function in the area of their strength without comparison or judgment. And one of the things that is a major killer in marriage is comparison or judging. So you're judging the person from your own perspective, from your own viewpoint. But equity is calling you to know that it's not only about your viewpoint or perspective because we have unique giftings, we have unique strengths. Equity is about you understanding that we don't have to be good at the same things. We therefore don't necessarily have to have the same responsibilities. So for instance, I had this really, really crazy story, but it is true. A couple who got married and they were thinking of calling it quits because one person felt that the other wasn't pulling his weight in domestics, domestically. What was the issue? She wants him to be changing diapers. He's not changing diapers, but he's helping in the kitchen and helping in the home. But she's insisting that, no, you must also change diapers. So that now is a drag of we must be doing the same things. Equity is saying, no, it's not about you changing because I've washed the dishes five times a week. You now need to wash the dishes five times a week. That is a fight for equality. Equity, on the other hand, recognizes that we have strengths in different areas, you know, and it's important for marriage so that we are not involved in a 50-50 tussle of who is doing what. Now, the fourth thing that's important to know about embracing equity or how equity can help you in your relationship is the fact that equity will help you understand that getting more is not necessarily cheating. And giving more is not losing. And let me explain this. There will be times in your relationship when one person needs more attention. Or you will find that you have to take a back seat or you have to bend over backwards to accommodate your partner's needs or aspirations at the expense of yours in a particular season. It is equity that makes this doable. And when I was trying to think of, you know, an example that I could use to explain this, my mind went to Michelle Obama's story that she told in her book, Becoming. You know, the season when her husband was actively involved in politics in the Senate, and he was very often not in the House. And she had to give up her career as a lawyer to come and be a stay-at-home mom because the children were young. You know, when I read that story and all of the sacrifice she made then, it was really remarkable to see the amount of sacrifice this woman put in to keep her home in order. And so that for me was the best way, you know, is the best way that I can think of, you know, painting that scenario that, you know, the fact that you are giving more doesn't mean that you are losing out. And the fact that somebody else is getting more in quotes doesn't also make them a cheat. Now, if you are striving for equality, it becomes difficult to have this 
mindset. But when the principle of equity is in mind, you are more inclined to be willing because you will not feel you are robbing yourself. You are just saying that in this particular season of our marriage, it is only fair that these adjustments are made in order that we can support each other. And you find out that one season flows into another, the tables turn. Now this person needs more. And then you are now giving more or that person is now being given more. So understanding the principle of equity helps you to realize that it's not about somebody is getting more and that person is now cheating or I'm giving more and that I'm losing. Now, the fifth thing that I want to talk about that I feel that is important to know about equity that I learned as I started to do this research was the fact that equity is about giving your partner what he or she needs to thrive in your relationship. So the best way that I can explain this is that First of all, to do this, you have to recognize your needs and recognize your spouse's needs and also recognize that your needs don't have to be the same. In fact, your needs will be different. And being willing to support each other's needs without judgment or comparison. And so, I, I mean, for, for let's say, okay, let's say, I, I, I'm just trying to look for, you know, practical examples. My husband needs to sleep a certain number of hours. Maybe he needs to sleep eight hours a day. I need to sleep five hours a day. So me supporting him in his need for eight hours sleep and not saying, why must you sleep eight hours? Because I can do with five hours sleep. That's the kind of thing that I'm, you know, trying to talk about here. But I know that it's a very simplistic example, but it's just saying that our needs are different. I need to be up very early in the morning. My spouse doesn't need to be up early in the morning. I need to work very late at night. My spouse doesn't need to work very late at night. So recognizing that our needs are not the same and giving each person what they need to thrive in their relationship. Recognizing that the playing field is different, I think that's really important. So equity is about what do you need and what do I need? And let us be able to give each other what we need, knowing that we are not competing in the needs department. Now, the, the sixth thing, I think this is number six now, that I've discovered was the fact that an equitable and not equal partnership develops a healthy sense of individualism. So equity helps you to develop a healthy sense of individualism. And I'm honestly big on individualism because I feel that marriage does not necessarily need to swallow your individualism, you know. So equity helps you to recognize, I've spoken about this before, that you have a unique set, set of gifts and talents and that you can bring them to the table. You can bring them to the table. So I'm not trying to be like my husband. I'm not under pressure to be like him. I'm not under pressure to be good in the things that he's good at. I'm not under pressure to, to walk the way he walks or talk the way he talks because... 
I am my own person and he's also not under the same pressure. So if we are looking for equality, then we begin to try to be like each other because we're saying, ah, you two need to learn to be friendly. You two need to learn to greet people. Mm -mm, that's not what it's about. Now, number seven and final thing that I want to talk about. And even though I'm talking about seven things, I want to say that it's not an exhaustive list. You can do your own research. You will find so many amazing, remarkable ways in which you can practice embracing equity in your relationship or in your marriage. Yeah. So number seven, equity means that we don't have to compete when it comes to decision-making or executing decisions that we have made, you know? So for instance, you don't have to think or say to yourself, okay, I was the one that planned the holiday last year, or I've planned the holiday for the past five years. You planned the holiday this year. Because then we're not trying to be equal or settle scores. So when it comes to choosing schools, when it comes to where we want to live, when it comes to furnishing the house, when it comes to planning holidays, just a few of the decisions that we would normally make in a marriage or in a relationship. Equity is saying we don't have to compete with decision making. We don't have to compete. We can actually use our decision-making strengths and abilities to complement each other for the good of our marriage. So you're not feeling threatened that, oh, my wife is the one always taking decisions about where we will live, where the children will go to school. No. If she's better at doing the research and better at arriving at those decisions, fine. Because then you are allowing her to function in the area of her strength. It's not about why are you the one choosing school for the children. They are answering my name. That's not what it's about. So equity means that we don't have to compete when it comes to executing the decisions or even making the decisions in the first place. So those are seven things that I discovered when I you know, started to research on this theme, embracing equity. Yes, that equity is actually a thing in relationships. These are seven things that you should know about embracing equity. And if you begin to realize these things and function in this understanding, you will, number one, liberate yourself, liberate your spouse as well. You will learn to give grace to yourself, give grace to your spouse. And honestly speaking, you will begin to enjoy your relationship with each other better. Now, just to you know, round this up, you'll find out that a lot of times in relationships, we are trying to balance what cannot be balanced. And we end up feeling frustrated. Now, I've come to realize in my journey that it's not really about balance. It's more about harmony. It's more about harmony. Finding that rhythm that works for the both of you and allowing the rhythm to play out in your home. You know, harmony over balance. Helping each other or encouraging each other to function in their area of strength without pressure of conformity. Embracing equity will help you to have a happier and a healthier relationship. 
you know. And it will also help to foster unity, to strengthen your connection, and just to give you peace. This year's theme, International Women's Day, Embracing Equity, also has a place in our relationships. I discovered that when I started to research and I felt I should do an episode on it just to share it with you. I hope you have found a few of these tips helpful and that there are things that you can start to practice in your own relationship as I am also going to start to practice them in my own relationship with my husband. Thank you for listening. God bless you and I will see you on the next episode. Bye. Thank you for joining me on today's episode of the Happy Home Podcast. Please make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Google Play or Spotify. Check out my website www.tayealuku.coach for other great resources. You'll find the link to my website in the show notes. You will also want to get my happy home affirmations. These are eight powerful audio affirmations that will completely transform the energy in your home. Link is also in the show notes. See you on the next episode. God bless.